Wine Tech Insiders podcast. Travel is back. We're going to talk about pro wine, a trip to the U.S., and more. Today, we have our insiders with us, Nick from Wine Owners, Jonathan from Bottle Books, and of course, Lori from Outshinery. And in this pod, Lori's going to take over. She is uh, not stuck at home, but stuck in, in Lisbon. Um, yeah. And the rest of us have been traveling. So exactly. she's going to ask all the important questions. So exactly. Stuck is not the right word. Lisbon is fantastic. But I did not take a plane or any train in the last week, but everybody else has. So I'm curious, and I'm sure our audience is. So ProWine, that was last no, this week, earlier this week, uh, David and Jonathan, tell me more. How was it to meet people in person? It was great. It was great to get back and see people again. Um, I mean, you, the, the numbers are easy to report. They had 5,800 5, exhibitors, 38,000 visitors um, from all over the world. The numbers were obviously down to last year. I don't think anybody expected anything other than that. Um, uh, but on the flip side, um, what is a bit more difficult to report is, you know, how did it feel? And um, uh, I think the general feeling was that the meetings were good. People came prepared. Um, there was not as much, um, say, uh, lower valuable people walking around just tasting but not making deals. Um, the layout worked from my opinion. I the layout worked great. The hallways were increased, or the passageways were increased from three meters to five meters. You could see the stands. You weren't constantly bumping into people, um, and obviously, you know that does cost you know cost more to spread people out. Um, but it really it really changed the feeling um, over in Italy. One of the exhibitors, one of the associations had done a chromatic scale of all the wines of the region and something like that, you do need that five meter walkway to be able to, to, to appreciate. Um, and from our perspective, the people we wanted to speak with were there um, and it was, it was great getting the team together, great getting out and, and connecting, with, uh, connecting with people. How did your, how did your tech go? tech how did the, how did it go um so the um so we talked with a lot of people about um our push into sustainable events um helping people go paperless um and uh, that seems to be um the zeitgeist of the moment like just uh, events organizers are are adapting with the changing times much quicker than than pre-pandemic i would say um and uh, the paper catalog, um, I think its its days are 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 numbered. Um, so I think that was what we took away is that there's definitely a push towards sustainable um, sustainable events um, and less less paper usage. Um, we also talked with um, a lot of people about the the incoming EU legislation around putting increased nutritional information on back labels um and uh that was also very interesting we heard um a range of uh, feedbacks from um yeah we're already starting to work on it even though it hasn't been officially approved by any governments but we know it's going to take us 18 months so we have to start now to what legislation <laughs> so um you know it's it was it was very interesting to get out and talk to people about about what's coming to, coming to the wine industry near you. Um, 
uh, with regards to um, yeah to to labeling requirements. Yeah, I was I was curious. Um, we heard a few anecdotal good reviews of Wine Paris. Um, I think okay. um, there were a number of people who said that uh, the food's better or um, the hotel. <laughs> hotel rooms are cheaper because um, there's just more availability. Dusseldorf can get very expensive. Um, and I think people are also wine Paris happy just to get back together. Um, and so I was very curious to see whether pro wine could hold it off. And I think, I think they got that it was good enough that they were, they'll get people to renew for next year um, that it will come back strong um, but Wine Paris is on the rise. Um, and if they can get all of their, you know, France can get together, um, that would obviously be uh, uh, the most powerful kind of uh, competition that they could have. Um, certainly, you know, I mean, it's very interesting. There was this idea even a few months ago that, hey, we're, you know, we're happy working from home um you can do a zoom call and i think you know hopefully some of that will stay but certainly i think this in-person stuff has come back and come back very strong um and people are just we're i mean we're social beings and we like to see hopefully we can avoid those little meetings that we had to travel for before just to take specifications down or, or that kind of stuff but if if once a year everybody meets somewhere um, that's probably a good thing. Um, and it could be a pro one, it could be somewhere else, but, um, we probably need one place where we can all congregate and complain about, you know, the, the flights and the, and the hotel who's <laughs> being expensive or whatever the cost of this. But, uh, um, I think that's, uh, that's quite helpful. And, uh, yeah. And I thought the spirit from everyone was quite relaxed and, and quite good. Excellent. So what about like, what was your experience of meeting people in person, Nick, as you believe you did a bit of a US tour? Tell us yeah, more. <laughs> that was that was fun. That was that was a coast to coast, um, seeing a mix of uh, customers who I've not seen since before COVID. So it was about time and that was pretty nice. Uh, and um, and a bunch of other players in the market and then I ended up in San Francisco at the Future Drinks Expo so that's the first time that they've done it it's an exhibition focused on tech and innovation if you like within the drinks industry and that sort of spans everything from um, stuff relating to producers all the way through to um, to retailers okay. um, and I think that was, I think it was good. It was the first time they'd done it, as I say. So that's always, you know, it's always a bit of an experiment, um, uh, as is, I guess, a drinks exhibition where no drinks are served, because because that's definitely an innovation. And and I think that, um, um, I think for those of us who've been at drinks exhibitions where the focus is on tasting and trying to provide a tech focus such as a tech hub for example i think i think we would probably concur that that really doesn't work because that's not really why people are at that exhibition um so it was interesting and, and i think that um my big takeaway is that there is loads of innovative stuff 
going on in the US. Uh, you know, we all know that it's a somewhat different market to everyone where everywhere else, the the three tier plus importation layers kind of, you know, really do set it apart, make it a much more linear and um, uh, regulated environment. But what's interesting is that probably because of that, as opposed to in spite of that, there's a lot of interesting stuff that's going on and people are figuring out ways to do a better job of putting um, catalogs in front of retailers and a better job of finding ways to reach the consumer and finding ways to reach the consumer across the United States, not just, for example, for the retail um, layer in those state, in those 14 or so states that they can um, uh, 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 sort of go into state with. Um, so that was really, really interesting. Um, it was interesting to see the growth in uh, buying platforms, what they call yeah. marketplaces. Um, yeah. I think it's a buying platform, but I, I get that it's a marketplace because you're aggregating aggregating catalogs, inventor, you know, um, lists from, from multiple sources of supply. Um, I think it's, I think the role of the marketing agent in the US is really interesting as well. Um, and how those tie into typically retail licenses, but I guess sometimes producer licenses as well. Um, and how they in turn are looking at opportunities in um, different consumer contexts, digital contexts, like publishing contexts, for example, um, where a publisher might do a deal with LVMH or whatever, a big brand, and they would do, they would carry, they would carry an ad, they would do a piece, and then they would put um, a shelf uh, that people can buy from uh, within the context of, of, um, of that piece. So finding innovative ways to reach and engage with consumers and finding, finding channels to reach new consumers and broaden the addressable market, I think is actually really interesting. Um, so we're super, super excited because the bit that we do, which is essentially uh, digital operating software for wine businesses. So the bit that runs the wine business and does all the sort of the buying and the inventory management and the selling and all the rest of it is a bit of the jigsaw puzzle that hasn't really connected up to everything else yet. Yeah. So, you know, I have visions of if you're a retailer and you're super sort of progressive and you're looking to hook into multiple marketplaces and you're looking to figure out how you can, um, you know, work both, um, you know, with your own e-commerce and other channels, including kind of marketing agents and I guess marketplaces on the sell side. Um, you end up with an awful lot of dashboards, an awful lot of logins. Yeah. They don't really kind of connect in properly to the business workflow. And, and that's that's a that's a miss at the moment. And 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 we think we think that's what we do. So um we're quite excited about how we position ourselves in that market as, if you like, the 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 connecting piece around the retailer, which after all is a key pivot in the market. It's interesting what you mentioned, like, you know, this three-tier system, I'm representing North America here on that call, but um, it is an, an, like, it's such a pain, but that also creates, like, you know, what, what is the English saying? Necessity is the mother of invention, right? Like, it's just like, 
mm. having those constraints sometimes are a pain, but they also kind of force you to like, you know, adapt and do things differently. So that's super, super interesting, super motivating. And now like to kind of wrap up, I'm gonna ask you like a bit like a rapid fire. Uh, I'll give you, you only have three words each to describe like your takeaway or like from the, from each event. And David, I'm going with you first, three words. Okay, so I, I think the first word was, it was sort of wonderful um, to meet up with everybody. Um, I think the second word I'm going to put is like hotel because of all that logistical stuff that's back, which is not so wonderful. Um, and uh, the last word is optimism. You know, I Yay. think there's a kind of whatever it is, whether it's going backward, you know, reflecting backwards or whatever, but I think there's an optimism um, in everybody now. Excellent. Jonathan, three words. Yeah, so reconnecting um digital i would say the the topic there um with more things going digital um and um yeah um mayweather in dusseldorf let you go to beer <laughs> let you go to beer gardens instead of uh beer color and uh, <laughs> it was oh, I have to say yeah, going for dinner outside um, in Dusseldorf was nice. Excellent, excellent. Nick, what would be your three-parting word? Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to proffer up uh, two alternative three words. I'm all right, to, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna, the first one is new, new operating models, because that was, I think, my big takeaway. And my alternative, which is probably kind of uh, a different way of expressing the same thing is finally it's happening. All right. Very, very cool. All right. So I think that's wrapping up our insider podcast. Uh, thanks so much, everyone, for bearing with me, trying to impersonate David. Um, and I want to thank David again and Jonathan from Bottle Books and Nick from Wine Owners. Thank you. And thank you, Laurie. Thanks. Thanks, Laurie. Brilliant. See you next time. See you in and see you in two weeks in London at the London Wine Fair. <laughs> <laughs>